Saturday, March 19th, Patriotic Wrestling Federation goes extreme as the Hardy Boys invade Clover, South Carolina at Clover High School for a fundraiser benefiting the robotics team. Do not miss your chance to see the Hardys in the ring on the Hardy Boys reunion tour as they face Master and Machine. Don't miss your chance to take part in the meet and greet with both Matt and Jeff. Several packages are available at pwflive.com. Get your photo and autograph with the Hardys. Doors for the meet and greet open at 5 p.m. Bell time is at 7.30 p.m. You'll also have the chance to meet legendary professional wrestlers such as Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Arn Anderson, AEW superstar Brock Anderson, Demolition Axe, and many others. This will be the biggest night of family-friendly pro wrestling brought to you as only PWF can deliver. See all your favorite PWF stars in action. In the main event, the Hardys take on the duo of Master and Machine. Brock Anderson with Arn Anderson versus Chase Emery. George South and AWOL versus Antonio Morgan and the Moonshine Express. PWF Heavyweight Champion Mike Mahon versus Austin Jordan. PWF Tag Team Champion Soul Patrol versus Derek Driver and Myrick Moore. All Worm No Soul versus Lucky Ali and Montana Black. A four-way match to decide the number one contender for the Patriotic title featuring AJ Frost, Stuart Snodgrass, Jake Jacobs, and Dalton Dallas. Be there Saturday, March 19th in Clover, South Carolina for PWF as we present the Hardy Boys Reunion Tour. Ladies and gentlemen, from the studios in the wrestling capital of the South, it's another terrific episode of The Binge Buster Show. Please welcome your host, Tony Binge. Hello everyone, welcome to The Binge Buster Show. Man, I'm excited, two podcasts in one week. Um, man, and I'm under the weather too, I, I guess you can hear my voice, but uh, before I get started, uh, I want to bring on my co-host, cohort and co-conspirator. I'm talking about Mr. Rock and Roll, Chris Playboy Plano. Chris, what is going on? Oh, Tony, so great to be back. Yes, yes, just 48 hours later, another podcast we're recording and uh, excited about tonight's show. I think we're going to, you know, take it around the square circle here and talk a little bit about everything because there's a lot going on in pro wrestling and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, right now wrestling is wide open and I guess, you know, the biggest story as you heard there at the top of our program, the Hardy Boy Reunion and what better place can it happen at right here in the Carolinas, just a few miles uh, uh, below Charlotte in Clover, South Carolina. That's going to be this Saturday night. Um, the PWF, uh, uh, up and coming. Well, I, I won't call them up and coming because they've already came and they and they're uh, they're they're going strong, man. They're they're bringing some of the biggest stars in wrestling. Um, I know uh, a few months ago, I I worked for them and. Uh, Got to work my my childhood heroes, the Rock and Roll Express, and uh, man, that was a that was a great turnout. And this right here is going to be an even bigger turnout as we're going to have some of the biggest stars in pro wrestling is going to be there: the Hardy Boys, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, the Enforcer, Arn Anderson, and Demolition Axe. Uh, Chris, I'm excited. I, I can't wait to be there. Man, Tony Clover High School is going to be on fire this Saturday. I mean. The- the Hardy Boys are were just on on tonight with 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 uh, with all elite wrestling on national television and San they're in San Antonio, Texas tonight and seventy two hours from now they're going to be in Clover, South Carolina, just um, southwest of, of Charlotte and uh, boy what a loaded show from top to bottom between 
legends being there, the Hardys and and the superstars of the PWF, man, it is going to be a great night of entertainment and uh, real special treat for Clover. Just the the timing of this with them, you know, having this show and you, you know the the Hardys just hitting national television once again, Jeff getting out of his WWE no compete clause. I mean, it's like the perfect storm, you know, coming, coming to Clover. Yeah. And, and Clover is one of those old mid Atlantic towns. And, uh, and I, I anticipate a sold out crowd. So if you are planning on coming, I would suggest going on pwflive.com and get your tickets now because uh, you know it's definitely going to sell out. I, I really believe that with all my heart. And uh, if you need the address, uh, the uh, the for the high school, it's 1625 Highway 55 East in Clover, South Carolina. And Chris, Clover's not that far from my uh, from from where I was born. Gastonia, North Carolina, and uh, I'm excited to, to be part of this show. Man. I'm going to be driving down um, early, and we'll stop at my favorite restaurant, which is named Tony's, right there in Gastonia on Franklin Boulevard. I'm giving all these people these, these free plugs this week, but I'm going to be there. I'm going to get me a milkshake and a fried bologna sandwich, and I'm going to head down to Clover, and I'm going to sell a ton of gimmicks. And I don't know who, who I'm going to be facing, but I'm coming with all my gimmicks and I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to, uh, to, um, to do the best I can and, uh, and have a great time. And of course I can't wait to sit down and bend the ear of Arn Anderson and Ricky Steamboat. And, uh, incidentally, Chris, I was going through, um, some of my photo albums and I have got a very, uh, candid backstage photograph, probably from like 83, um, of Ricky Steamboat and Jay Youngblood getting into um, one of, I'm not sure, probably Jay Youngblood's, but his 280ZX. And uh, I cannot wait to show that picture to, to, to Ricky and, and see what, what, you know, if, what he remembers about it. Boy, talk about you're going uh, to give him a flashback, I think, this weekend, uh, uh, Tony, on, on Saturday, and uh, maybe even hear a classic story or, or, or two about, uh, you know, about it or what he can remember, but boy, talk about turning the clock back to the, to the NWA and, 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 and WCW days, steamboat arms there. I mean, you never know what could happen there. I mean, at all, they got the Hardys on the show. I mean, the, 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 you got, you got, um, you know, just, you know, Bill Eadie, the mass superstar. It's wide open, man. It's, it's going to be a great night of entertainment, great ticket price. And, uh, man, I hear you can take your pictures with the Hardys, get autographs. I mean, you're not going to get that at a WWE or AEW show. I mean, you're just not going to get that kind of access and, and up close to them. So, hey, if you're in the Clover surrounding area, you want a picture of Matt and Jeff or one of these superstars, and I know Terrific Tony, I know you're always available for a picture or two or autograph. you got to go down to Clover this Saturday because – who knows when when wrestling will will be back there at the high school gym? Right, and and one of the things since since this is a old Mid Atlantic town, I am bringing my Mid Atlantic Heavyweight Championship belt, and uh, so the fans that show up there can come over to my to my uh, to my table, my souvenir table, and uh, just for five dollars they can get their picture taken with uh, with a, a real legit. Um, Mid-Atlantic Championship belt. And then I'm also going to be bringing, uh, Chris, I believe I'm going to bring my my uh, Reggie Parks big gold belt. 
so the fan, oh, yeah. the fans can take pictures with that as well. So, uh, and who knows, you know, maybe I can work a deal with Steamboat and uh, he can borrow my big gold belt and people can take their picture with Steamboat. I know he comes with his uh, Intercontinental title, but how awesome would it be for him to have the big gold? I mean, that's it right there. I mean, that is it. Um, you know, I mean, you've got, you've got a, you know, the mid Atlantic championship bell and I'm sure Arn and Ricky might, might, you know, be having their eyeballs over, you know, towards your table and with the big, with the big gold belt as well. I mean, just all the stories with, you know, the matches with flair and, you know, we, we could sit there all night and talk about it. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, bring back memories that'll, that'll, you know, tingle up your spine and then back down a couple more times. So, I mean, you know, going to be a great night. And uh, li- like I said, just the, 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 the perfect storm of, you know, you know, how this show came together, how it was promoted, um, um, you, you know, the booking of Matt and Jeff Hardy, the, 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 the timing of this. I mean, it's really going to pay off this Saturday in Clover for everyone because, you know, you know, who knows how many independent dates Matt and Jeff are going to do. They are going to do some on this tour. But, I mean, they're definitely not going to every single town, you know, on the map here at the same time. Right. And, that, and that's, that's, that's what's crazy about the whole thing is, you know, a lot of people are, uh, you know, sitting there going, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know, go and, and meet some of these guys. Well, you, you better get there early if that's what you intend to do because once bell time starts, that place is going to be wide open. I'm talking, I'm talking big time wide open. So you definitely want to um, get out there early and uh, meet and greet with the uh, with all the uh, stars of the PWF. And uh, like I said, I will I'll be there myself, and um, and it's going to be a good time. And right now, uh, what I what I want to do as we were talking about Ricky Steamboat, well, I have a I have a video right now or, or recording that he sent in talking about coming to Clover. Uh, let's let's go check that out right now. Hi, wrestling fans. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat here. And this Saturday at the Clover High School Patriotic Wrestling Federations having a big show. Join me and my buddies, Arn Anderson, Demolition Axe, and the Hardy Boys. The meet and greet's going to start at 5 p.m. And you can get your tickets at pwflive.com. That's this Saturday, the 19th. Starts at 5 p.m. Come and see the dragon. Man, Chris, I'm telling you, if I wasn't on the show, I'd be buying a ticket for this. Tony, I mean, hey, you, 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 you know, you got... It's going to be great. It is going to be great this week at Clover. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, you know, WWF, WCW, NWA superstar, Arn Anderson with the Four Horsemen, you know, Acts of Demolition. I mean, the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff Hardy. I mean, World Tag Team Champions over and over. They are going to be Hall of Famers, no doubt. I mean, the Hardy Boys, when you you talk about, and, and, and Tony, we can sit here and talk about the top tag teams in the history of professional wrestling. And, you know, Matt and Jeff came at an era 
in the late 90s into the 2000s and, and brought a dimension to tag team wrestling that many never saw uh, prior to that. And, uh, you, you know, when, when you, when you want to talk top five, top ten tag teams of all time, I can confidently say that they're definitely in the conversation. Oh, for sure. And nobody knows the Hardy Boys better, Chris, than you um, because when back in the, the day when you were running New Dimension mm-hmm. Wrestling, uh, yep. the Hardy Boys were a mainstay for you, correct? Oh, my God. The Matt and Jeff, yeah, they were, um, you know, they were wrestling, you know, with New Dimension. Um, you know, I actually discovered them uh, when, I, when I went to Manio, North Carolina, out in the Outer Banks uh, for a big fundraiser show at the Manio High School. And I want to say that was in... Uh, 1997, early 97. And then when I saw them, they were, they were booked after that. I was sold. Um, actually Ricky Morton was on that show from the rock and roll express. And he told me, you don't book those guys. You're the craziest person in the world. And all of a sudden Matt and Jeff started working for me and both, both, both singles tag and, uh, and, and Hey, they, they were, and then, you know, and then in 1999, they made it, you know, to the WWF back then, and yep. uh, they were off and running. And it seems like they haven't stopped since. I mean, they're always, you know, and and what's what's so cool about them is how they're always in, reinventing themselves and staying fresh, and uh, um, and it's it's pretty cool. And I think it's even cooler that some of the younger kids of today uh, who may not have got to go see the Hardys perform uh, back in the nineties. Now they get to do that, so it's kind of like it's kind of like the uh, the young generation that never got to see Motley Crue. Now they're going to get to see Motley Crue. So now this young generation that never got to see the Hardys live, um, now now is their chance, and they're they're uh, they're uh, doing this reunion tour all over the place. So uh, uh, if if they're anywhere close to where you're at, I highly suggest buying a ticket because I did read online that uh, Jeff Hardy said that this would be the last run uh, as the Hardy Boys tag team. So if you want to be able to see that and see all the magic that uh, that uh, they can pull out, definitely get your tickets for uh, this Saturday, March the 19th, Clover, South Carolina. The PWF, Patriotic Wrestling Federation, is going to be taking Clover by storm, and uh, it's, going to be, um, it's going to be on fire. So I cannot wait. Uh, to get there um and of course like i said early in the podcast the pwf are doing some big things so uh if you aren't following them on their facebook page make sure you go do that um and uh and come out and support uh, independent wrestling because right now i mean it's it's independent wrestling's on fire and uh you definitely need to check it out so uh it's going to be it's going to be good chris yeah absolutely tony i know you're going to be ready whoever your opponent's going to be i know you're you're fired up and um you know, it's going to be great, and uh, I mean, it, it's it's going it's going to be probably one of the best independent wrestling shows. You know, and, and there, there's been many, but this one is just extra special with the timing of the Hardy Boys. Man, there, there's just nothing, nothing better. Yeah, it's going to be good, and and, and Chris, hopefully, um, maybe we c- I can sit down and talk with Arn and the Hardys and Ricky Steamboat and get them to do a little plug for the Binge Buster show. So uh, I'll definitely check. Uh, you know, look into that uh, at the show. Uh, hopefully, you'll be able to join me, Chris. But if not, 
I'm going to be there with yeah, all, I'm, all. Uh, we're going to try to we'll see how the rest of the week plays out. I'm, I'm trying to shake off a cold. Yeah, well you and me and, both, uh, man. It's like allergy we, season has sprouted up here in the Carolinas. Yeah. The other day, you know, when uh, when we done the Scott Hall tribute podcast, um, I was starting to feel a little under the weather then. And and then the next day, man, I, I woke up and I couldn't hardly breathe. And I was like, man, I got to get to the doctor. So um, I put it off and then uh, – but today I'm like I nah, I can't do this anymore. I I got to I got to go. I got a podcast to do and I've got a wrestling match to do this weekend. So I've got to get over. So I went to the doctor and uh, turns out it's just my allergies. Every time this time of year, um, Chris, when the when the when the leaves are starting to bloom, I I, I get this man. I, I get this sneezing, yeah. and nasal thing, um, and then I get over it and then I'm good. And then in the fall, when the leaves start to die, it's like starting all over again. So about twice a year, I get like this. So, but I'm 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 gonna be good. I'm taking my medication, uh, as Hogan says. I'm taking my my vitamins and I'm saying my prayers. Uh, so I'm hoping to, like I said, I should should be great come Saturday and ready to rock out there in uh, Clover. Now, I uh, just want to kind of change the subject just a little bit. Um, I know one of the things that we um, haven't done on the podcast here recently was the uh, classic flashback. So this week we're going to do the classic flashback, and it's the anniversary. Uh, incidentally, yesterday on March the 15th was the anniversary of the self-titled album Motley Crue. It was released on March the 15th, 1994, Chris, the first album uh, of Motley Crue before, I mean, after Vince left. Uh, so we are going to talk about this album coming up right after this. This week's classic flashback. Like I said, fans, the, this week's classic flashback is the Motley Crue self-titled album uh, with lead singer, new lead singer, John Karabi. Uh, the album was the sixth studio album by Motley Crue. It was released on March the 15th, 1994. Uh, it was the band's only album released with singer John Karabi and was the first album of new material released by the band since 1989, Dr. Feelgood, which we all know Dr. Feelgood was their most um, successful album to date. Um, but... Uh, Chris, this was kind of a different, different uh, sound of Motley Crue. It was a, a little heavier, um, and uh, and you know it, ha- it had some great songs. Um, my favorite off that album was Hooligans Holiday, and incidentally, in '94, um, I was really starting to get to take off wrestling, and that was my theme song for a, a few months. Um, but uh, uh, take us back to this album, Chris. What? What what were some of your thoughts when uh, when this album came out? I mean, you know, the album came out at an interesting time, just where rock and roll music was in 1994, and, and what people were listening to, you know, you know at that time, um, you know, just the, just before this album came out, you know, Tony, I saw, you know, Vince Neil solo when he was opening up for Van Halen on the right here, right now tour. Yeah. So Vince was not with Motley Crue and, and Vince was singing all, all the crew hits. I mean, that's what he was doing back then and actually was doing fairly well with it. I mean, really kind of, you know, living off of that Dr. Feel good album and, and obviously the prior albums that, you know, they mustered so many, so many hits 
off of. And then so so this album to me, you know, is, is somewhat for me. I do remember I think and I was in college then at that time, but yeah, I do remember, you know, John Karabi came in, you know, to replace Vince Neal. Um you know, as I look at the list, I mean uh yeah, I do know, you know, Hooligan's Holiday, yes, I remember that one. Um, you know, I kind of remember Poison Apples uh, a little bit, you know, from that album. Um, but nothing, like, really stuck with me, I think, that this is a Motley Crue song. Right, You know, yeah. this is a Motley Crue. Just Dr. Feelgood was so big of an album. Yeah. <laughs> How do you top that? Right. I mean, you well, know. well, you know, during this time, yeah. you know, they in '89 they put out Doctor Feel Good, um, right. and then in '91 uh, or '92, I can't remember the date now. '91, sorry, '91 they put out Decade of Decadence. Uh, right. For, you know, it was like their great, their first greatest hits, and threw a, a couple live stuff on there for the for the fans. But um, and then of course the uh, um. They're, you know, they they had all the greatest hits, and then they had a new song called "Primal Scream," which is a uh, one one of my favorite Motley Crue songs. Ain't it? A lot of people may not know this. I played drums, and that's like one of my favorite songs to uh, play the drums by. But uh, anyway, um, that they still keep that song in the set list. <laughs> yes, well. yes, they sure do. And uh, talking about the set list, I know we're kind of going all over the place here, but um, I saw Nikki Six um, post um, the other day on Instagram saying that he and Tommy had been hanging out, and for this next tour, uh, the stadium tour, they're they're going to go deep into the cuts and play some stuff that they've haven't played in decades and some stuff they've never played before. So I'm really excited to to see what the set list is going to be um, for this uh, for the stadium tour. But getting yeah, back, that's interesting. That that's interesting. A quote like that comes out you know, that they're going to go deep in the cuts because are they still alternating with Def Leppard every other night? Is that still the yeah, agreement? Or? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's still the agreement. They're going to alternate. Um, and I believe in Charlotte is Motley Crue is headlining, I believe. Um, but so I'm excited about that. But, um, but, you know, getting back to this album, Chris, mm. here, here, here's my thought on this album. A lot of people didn't really dig this album. Um, I feel that, had they called themselves anything other than Motley Crue, this album would have done more sales. But it was, you know, it's kind of like uh, you go back and you see Van Halen. They had, you know, David Lee Roth for years. He left. They brought in Sammy Hagar. Well, Sammy right. and David Lee Roth have like the the like like the the same tone um, of their voice. You know, kind of high pitched kind of thing. Where Motley Crue had Vince Neil, who had that same type of voice, the real high pitched scream type voice, um, and then they replace him with this grunge guy. Um, mm-hmm. It almost made them. It it really did. It made them a grunge band. They they went from heavy metal to or hard rock to grunge, and even uh, on Wikipedia they um, categorized Motley Crue on this album as hard rock, alternative metal, and grunge. So. That being said, I believe that's why this album did, wasn't more successful than it was. Uh, and on top of that, Motley Crue had diehard fans. Right. So, with with this big blow up between you know Nikki and Vince, or Vince and Nick, or I guess it really depends on who you're talking to. But when when that when they done the split, 
um, they split, but then they each of them would go on MTV and talk trash about the other, which made their fans have to try to choose between one or the other. And I think that right. also uh, made a lot of die diehard crew fans, um, you know, kind of irritated when they when they put this album on. Yeah, I mean, it, again, Tony, it was an interesting time with music. You know, you talk about the grunge and, you know, you know, we know about what happened in the early to mid nineties. You know, we go back and we've talked about Pearl Jam and Eddie Vedder and, and, and all this stuff and, and how, how things were changing and, and maybe they were trying to, you know, live off that a little bit and, you know, whatever it is, it is, they, they, they took a shot at it. And maybe just the fans just weren't buying this and maybe they really weren't sold as John Karabi being the long-term fix as the lead singer for Motley Crue either. I mean, you know, yeah, I agree. It, it, you, you, you know, it was like kind of like, what's going on here? You got a lot going on. And Vince doing the solo stuff and, and promoting Motley, uh, you know, from, from his end. And, you know, it was kind of like, you know, when David Lee Roth left Van Halen, it was like Sammy Hagar was a natural transition. And they put out an album and they had instant hits. Yeah. You know, albeit, yeah. Was was it more commercialized? Absolutely, but that's who Van Halen was yeah. at that time, right? And you, you know where Motley and and you know, and I'm not going to say Motley Crue didn't get MTV time. They they got their fair share. I would say Van Halen got more overall. But you know, with that said, it just I just don't know if the fans were buying it. Just just overall, like really, what are they trying to do here? Right, exactly. I agree with you 100% on that because it was like um it was a it was a different type of music it was a little heavier um but it wasn't that poppy kind of you know um rock music that Motley Crue was so accustomed to you know it wasn't like right. same old situation and girls 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 and shout the devil it was completely different and you know they're talking about hooligans holiday and as you hear the the lyrics you, you at some point, you're left scratching your head going, what What are they talking about? Um, right. But he's really just talking about Rodney's Harley. You know, that's part of the what the song was about. Right. Um, <clears throat> and then um, they, they had another song on there uh, that, that was actually a, a video on MTV um, called um, Misunderstood, and it was about suicide and, uh, you know, and depression. And, uh, again, uh, this album was kind of dark. Um grungy and uh and it just wasn't um it, it just wasn't that album that motley Crue fans were accustomed to having you know and uh and i think that you know they they were like trying to be like shout the devil but a more you know up-to-date um um sure you know look even uh nikki and uh tommy uh cut their hair you know kind of short at the, during, during this time um so they were, you know, reinventing themselves. But, uh, like I said, I believe, and I'll, I'll say this for as long as I live and as long as I'm a Motley Crue fan, if they had done this album and called themselves anything but Motley Crue, this album w would have definitely been more successful. Absolutely. It definitely had a chance. And I, I just think, you know, again, the fans weren't accepting, like, this is the new Motley Crue. Or, I mean, they just had so much to try to overcome even from just the level of the hits that they made in the past. And they were climbing a mountain, 
yeah. um, you know, ultimately and, uh, you know, and, and then ultimately Vince Neal did obviously go get back with the band. Uh, but it was a lot. It was a lot for fans to accept, to absorb, you know, either like it or don't like it or, or move on. And, um, you know, that's kind of where, where they were. And, you know, the Motley crowd was getting a little older as well. And, you know, they're the, the Motley crowd of back then is really old now. So it's, you know, there's just a lot of things going on, you know, at that time, it just put music overall. So it was just, just an interesting time, you know, for, you know, music and, and especially where <clears throat> rock and roll and grunge and metal, where all that was kind of intersecting and, and, you know, bands trying to survive. Yeah. And, um, and incidentally, uh, you know, I'm kind of fast forward a little bit, but, um, three years later, Vince Neil will, uh, join the band again. Uh, and, and they'll have another studio album called, uh, Generation Swine. And, uh, during this time is when the lawyers and everyone got together and said, you know, if Motley Crue is going to survive, they've got to have the original, original members back together. And, right. um, uh, I know I remember, uh, watching, um, uh, the, uh, I believe it was the MTV music awards and they came out and had a, you know, off this album and had, 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 had redone shout the devil and made it a little, you know, a little more up to date. Um, I was like, Oh my God, the shout devil sounds really cool. I, I like the way it sounds. Um, and then as I'm reading about this, uh, this is something that I didn't know. And, uh, but on generation swine, John Karabi, uh, claims that, that he had written, um, 80% of the material for that album, but he was only gave credit for two, for two songs, which was, uh, right. uh, I'm sorry, three songs, generation swine flush and let us pray. Uh, he, and not in on July 7th, 1997, he filed a $4 million lawsuit against Motley Crue, alleging that there was a breach of his contract, fraud and slander. Uh, Karabi's claim was that he had not received royalties or credit for his work and contributions while he was in the band. Um, I, I I don't know if he won that uh, suit. Um, I don't see anything about that, but uh, I, I would have to think he probably didn't because um, it's like three guys against one. I mean, who's 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 gonna <laughs> you know no 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 uh, no case in court's gonna stand up and you got three against one. So, um, but uh, great um, you know uh, like I said, Molly Crew album. It, it was okay. Um, had it been called something else, it would have been it would have been great. Um, and even the tour, Chris, I don't I don't think that the the, uh, the tour did very well. Um, you know, judging from the from the book, the dirt, and the and the and the movie, the dirt, uh, it pretty much showed that a lot of fans were showing up and asking, you know, saying they want events, and uh, it just wasn't um, it wasn't the Motley Crew that everybody had grew up on for the last eleven years. So it was. Um, it was evitable if Motley Crue was going to survive, they had to bring back Vince Neil. I mean, yeah, I mean, people want to see the original members of the band, especially if they're living, uh, you know, and, and, and work out. That's what they know. That's what they remember. It's, it's tough for bands to continue, you know, if it's not the original members and, 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 you know, you're watching, I mean, there are some bands today that are touring. It's, like a, a semi-tribute band we're watching. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, versus there might only be one or two original members and everyone else is, you know, not. So it's 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 tough. I mean, but back then, 
it's a different era. We're going back, you, you know, 27 years ago. Yeah. You know, these guys should have been together. Whatever happened, happened, you know. But, and again, people want to see the original band, and, and, and that's just the way it is. I know that's it for me, but now in this day and age and, and where we are in 2022, you've got to be flexible, you, you know, based on the age of some of these bands that have played some that we talk about, you know, in, in, in the, you know, mid late seventies, early seventies into the early eighties and beyond. I mean, those guys are getting up there in age and, you know, unfortunately some aren't around anymore due to natural causes or other means, or they just, you know, have moved on and retired. So you got to kind of accept it for what it is. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, that, that's, that's the, that's the real thing. Um, that a lot of people don't understand is the fact that, um, you know, you got to, uh, you, you definitely got to get in there and, uh, and, you know, put, put everything in, into that music. Um, and when you change it up like that, it's, it's definitely hard, um, you know, to, to do that whenever, uh, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're putting in a whole new, um, a whole new group, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, and then you got to hope, hope the general public accepts it at the same time. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot, you know, it's, it's a lot and, you know, and, and we're also going at a time that this was, you know, pre-internet, pre-cell phones and, you know, with people, word didn't spread as fast as it does today. Right. You know, yeah. you still had to go, read the magazines or tune into MTV or, you know, see what's going on online, you know, not even online. I mean, it was just a different era. Yeah, exactly. And that's, uh, that, 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 that's what's crazy is the fact that, um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's just a big, it's a big change when they, right. when they, when they do that. And, uh, unfortunately, right. you know, that's just the way, the way, uh, it ran, you know, um, right. But you know, now we got Vince back in the band, Tommy's back in the band, and we got the original Motley Crew getting ready to go on tour for this sure. stadium tour with Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett. And uh, I'm excited. I can't wait to I can't wait to get there, tailgate with you there in Charlotte. Oh and, man, uh, it's gonna be a fun time. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Looking forward to it. And there's a lot of bands hitting the road this summer in 2022, and beyond where they're playing stadiums they're playing amphitheaters indoor a little bit of everything it's a lot of bands hitting the road and we got to get people back out to some normalcy as well and hopefully out and about and uh you know we'll, we'll you know we'll, we'll take it one month at a time and, and and see how it all plays out yep it's gonna be great well fans i think that's gonna wrap us up this week um we uh we had another show planned and uh we're gonna wait until next week when jeff joins us back and uh he's, he's got some uh some great history of my wrestling career that he wants to share on the show. So uh, hopefully Jeff will be back with us next week and uh, we'll, we'll be able to pick that pick up where we left off at. Uh, again, reminder to all the, all the listeners at home, PWF is coming to Clover, South Carolina this Saturday, uh, bell time 730 at the uh, Clover High School. Uh, make sure, make, make plans to be there and uh, check out that fantastic show. And if you come, Come see me, uh, and maybe Chris is there, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll 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 talk to you about the podcast. And who knows, Chris, we we uh, we might end up doing a live podcast right there um, oh, from the from the uh, 
right there live from the PWF dressing room. Who knows? Uh, but you, you uh, never know. You it's, never know. Yeah. You never know. It's an exciting weekend for Charlotte. I, I know we haven't talked about it in the ep- in, in this particular podcast yet, but WWE with SmackDown is in town this Friday night as well, well in right. Charlotte at the Spectrum Center. Uh, so talk about two nights of wrestling. Go check out WWE in Charlotte at Spectrum Center with SmackDown live on national television on Fox Friday. And then you get close and personal to Clover on Saturday. If you're a wrestling fan. Oh, it's, I'd be in both of them. It's a, it's a, it's a double, it's a double shot right there, Chris. It's a double header. It's a double header this weekend. <clears> and, and, uh, and, and Matt and Jeff and their story occurring in the WWE. It's like kind of almost perfect that they're in town the night before. They're not with them anymore. Yes. Just from all the success they had, um, especially in the tag team ranks in the WWE, but also even, even for Jeff on the singles level as, as well, uh, uh fared, fairly well and in the WWE throughout his career. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a great show. So, well, fans, uh, that's going to wrap us up this week for Tony, uh, for me and Chris. Uh, we look forward to seeing you, as Bill Apter would say, we'll see you at the matches Saturday night <laughs> in Clover, South Carolina. goes extreme as the Hardy Boys invade Clover, South Carolina at Clover High School for a fundraiser benefiting the robotics team. Do not miss your chance to see the Hardys in the ring on the Hardy Boys reunion tour as they face Master and Machine. Don't miss your chance to take part in the meet and greet with both Matt and Jeff. Several packages are available at pwflive.com. Get your photo and autograph with the Hardys. Doors for the meet and greet open at 5 p.m. Bell time is at 7.30 p.m. You'll also have the chance to meet legendary professional wrestlers such as Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Arn Anderson, AEW superstar Brock Anderson, Demolition Axe, and many others. This will be the biggest night of family-friendly pro wrestling brought to you as only PWF can deliver. See all your favorite PWF stars in action. In the main event, the Hardys take on the duo of Master and Machine, Brock Anderson with Arn Anderson versus Chase Emery. George South and AWOL versus Antonio Morgan and the Moonshine Express. PWF Heavyweight Champion Mike Mahon versus Austin Jordan. PWF Tag Team Champion Soul Patrol versus Derek Driver and Byron Moore. All Worm No Soul versus Lucky Ali and Montana Black. A four-way match to decide the number one contender for the Patriotic title featuring AJ Frost, Stuart Snodgrass, Jake Jacobs, and Dalton Dallas. Be there Saturday, March 19th in Clover, South Carolina for PWF as we present the Hardy Boys Reunion Tour. Thank you for listening to The Binge Busters Show. Make sure you like us on Facebook and download us on your favorite podcast platform.